Hello, my brothers and sisters. May God bless you all. Here, I assume that you are at home just as I am at home. But here, reflecting upon the Lord, praying to God, trusting in Him, asking of Him. And this is our obligation. And that is the only thing left for us to do. Trust in the Lord. For there is no other way giving a solution to all that is occurring. Only to give everything in the hands of the Lord and trusting in Him to wait in the Father. That is what we need to do. Let us open our Bibles to the Gospel of Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. Let us read a few paragraphs with the word of the Lord, Jesus and prayer. That is the title. And we're going to read and reflect upon from verse 5 to 15. And the word so reads, the word of our Lord. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. Here we see the Lord Jesus Christ teaching how to pray to his disciples and as well to the persons that were listening in that moment. We know that the Lord Jesus was there in the city of Jerusalem where those that dwelt there were the Jews. And they as well had their synagogues, the places to adore God. But according to the Lord, he shares here with, to us that in their prayer, not to be like the hypocrites, those that love to pray, but only where the people could hear them and see them. That in the synagogues and standing in the street corners, there in the streets, doing what is obvious. They're showing themselves, praying perhaps in a loud voice, with laments or sorrows, simply having the appearance to show others that they do pray, they do call upon the Lord and do search for the Lord. All of this, the Lord said, they were hypocrites. When persons like to show the appearance or to do something before others, in this case, that they prayed that they were seen by men so that men could applaud them or say, oh, yes, he is a man of God. But it's a lie, a lie, because the prayer is an act that we should do every day of our life, present ourselves before the Lord in our room or in a secret place, a private place. And speak to our Lord. Here the Lord is teaching us in verse 6. But you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Here we see a God of spirit and truth. A Lord that is not physical. That is not an idol. Is not an image. Is not a statue is not a painting. 
It is a Lord of spirit and truth. The Father is there in the secret place and sees in secret, sees and hears the prayer of this person and that will reward it. And this reward, all will see. For example, if a person has an illness, a grave illness, or serious illness, and they are praised to the Lord and calls upon the Lord for their health, the Lord heals them, and all the persons, all those that know him, family members, loved ones, neighbors, that knew they had this serious illness, see they were healed. And they say, what happened? And they can say, God healed me because I prayed to my Lord and he healed me and now I'm well. This is what it means that the Lord hears in secret the petition, the prayer, but the compensation is open because all the persons realize the blessing of the Lord. We, in these difficult days, this virus, many brothers and sisters who have become infected have written me They tell me that they are infected with the virus, but they have prayed and they pray and call upon the Lord and the Lord speaks to them and says, do not worry. I am going to heal you and help you go forward. I'm going to guard you and protect you. And precisely the brothers and sisters are free from this virus. They have been healed. Thanks be to the Lord. So we see this compensation openly. We all find out that the Lord did a miracle in them, but they pray to God there in the secret place, there to the Father, our Lord, in spirit and truth. Verse 7, and when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, that they think they will be heard for their many words. These vain repetitions that sometimes you see in many denominations, they use these repetitions that people memorize, and they memorize in such a way that it's mechanical, and they know it by heart in such a way that the person is thinking of something else, and there they are praying this prayer over and over. So this, God does not hear, because the Lord, what he hears is words that flow from the heart. This is what the Lord does. And not vain repetitions that you memorize, and there you just repeat it over and over, and your thoughts are somewhere else. The Lord does not hear them. Verse 8, Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask Him. Thanks be to our Lord. This is true. Our Father, He knows all of our needs, our wants, our petitions, he knows what we are lacking, what we need. He knows, but he likes likes for us to speak to him in prayer, to say, Lord, look, I need for a healing. Lord, I need the money to be able to purchase food. I need for rent. I need for my debts. Lord, I need the money for my obligations and responsibilities. The Lord hears this prayer. He knows that we need of these things. But he wants for us to speak to him with our heart. And he will grant all of our needs. This is why we should learn to pray wisely. And learn as well to ask the Lord with intelligence. Verse 9. In this manner, therefore, pray. It reads, the Lord gives an example of prayer. 
It's not that this prayer we are going to memorize and then later we're going to repeat it over and over again because then it becomes a vain repetition. But it is an example of prayer. The Lord says, for example, you can pray like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. So we can say, our heavenly Father, you that dwell in the heavens, Your name be glorified forevermore, O Lord. You are just and wondrous. You are a creator. So you see, I can add on, I can adjust different words, this example that the Lord gives us. Verse 10, your kingdom come in this time. Remember, the Lord Jesus was teaching to pray to the Jews because they did not know how to pray. And the Lord Jesus says, your kingdom come. The kingdom was our Lord Jesus Christ and his gospel. But still in that moment, the Lord had not gone to the cross of Calvary. He had not fulfilled his task and the work that the Lord had given him. So in that moment, it was still pending that the kingdom of heaven would come. The kingdom is our Lord Jesus Christ and his gospel. But here the Lord teaching the Jews says, you ask the father that the kingdom will come. Even though practically the kingdom is here with me, but the Lord can say this. And in the example the Lord gives, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we may say, Heavenly Father, we want to do your will. We want to please you. We want to do good things so that you will be joyful with us. We want to obey you in all things, just as in the heavens, all your angels and all those heavenly beings respect you and value and adore you and worship you. We as well on this earth want to do these things, Father. So you see this such beautiful example? Verse 11, give us this day our daily bread. So we in our prayer, we say, Lord, give us what? We need for our daily activities. We need we need money for our responsibilities. We need for the rent, for our clothing, for food. Schools, I need to pay the university, debts, many obligations that I have, oh Lord. I have needs, oh Lord. You shall help me. You will multiply the money that I have, my salary, my job. I know you will multiply, O Lord, and you will provide for me all that I need. So look at how I change the words, my words, to replace this that says our daily bread. Verse 12, and forgive us our debts or our sins as we forgive our debtors. Those that sin against us or those that offend us, we forgive them. You as well, O Lord, forgive us. So we say in the prayer, Lord, help me in my weaknesses because I want to be a strong man or woman, righteous before you, correct, holy before you, perfect before you, O Father. I want to do your will. I want to apart from sin. Remove these weaknesses, O Lord. Forgive all these weaknesses that I have and help me to live in holiness because you deserve, O Lord. The glory is for you because the honor is for you, O Lord. Help me so that I can live that holy life that you want me to. This, this is the model prayer. 
in verse 13. And do not lead us into temptation, meaning do not let us fall in temptation or sin, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. So I would say, Lord, do not allow for the devil to place obstacles or traps in my spiritual life, for the devil to put traps in my way that I fall in sin and offend you. Deliver me, guard me from falling in the trap. Do not allow me to commit evil ways because yours is the kingdom and the power. And you say, Father, yours is the kingdom. You are a powerful God, a God of truth, a God that is great and just, a Lord that knows all, that can all. For you, there's nothing impossible. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. You are the glory. For you is the honor and the praise. The praise is for you forevermore. I shall worship you, Lord. I will lift your name on high. Blessed are you, O Lord. In all these things I say to you, Father, I say in the glorious name of Jesus Christ, your beloved Son. This, for example, is the prayer that we can give. This is what the Lord Jesus Christ taught to the Jews during that time. And we take it as this example. But as you can see, we change and add many phrases according to our condition, according to our situation, our vocabulary. This is well, we express it to the Lord with all of our heart. This is our prayer. This is our way of speaking to the Lord. To pray is to share to the Lord our problems, our difficulties, to share to the Lord our triumphs, our victories, and all of the joy that the Lord gives us. All this we share to the Lord in our prayer. It is very different, our prayer to the worship and praise that we give to the Lord. The worship and praise can be repetitive words, while the prayer cannot. The prayer is to speak to the Lord, to ask Him and consult with Him, to tell Him many things. So this is a way to reflect upon this, so we can reflect today, and the Lord will be joyful and happy with us for us to learn to present ourselves before Him, how we learn to pray, we learn to glorify His name, to ask of the Lord with wisdom, with intelligence, with knowledge. So each one of us, we are going to be praying now to our Lord, our prayer of petition, and let us ask the Lord as well for healing, deliverance, ask many things for the Lord. I'm going to be giving a brief prayer, but you can pray longer your worship and your praise and ask the Lord many things because perhaps each one of you may have more needs than another. So all this we're going to place before the presence of our Lord. Let us not forget to pray to the Lord for healing for all of our brothers and sisters who have been infected with the virus and may the Lord guard us and protect us and may he shorten these days. That is our prayer. Heavenly Father, blessed Lord, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, Holy Lord, creator of the heavens and the earth, we worship you, Lord. We give you the honor and the glory. Great are you and worthy of supreme worship, worship of your people, worthy of all praise and honor. To you in this moment, we present ourselves to ask you, Lord, for mercy, 
to ask you for your forgiveness, that you forgive, forgive the wickedness of the people, forgive the wickedness of mankind, the wickedness of mankind. Help us, O Lord, in our weakness, our mistakes and faults, those mistakes and those errors that we commit, Forgive us, help us, deliver us, and remove all these shackles from the enemy. Destroy and break all these traps from the enemy. This virus, this illnesses, this plague, these worldly spirits of illness. Rebuke, O oh Lord, with your powerful hand. Because of love and mercy, these your children, your creation. Your creation, O oh Lord, have mercy. Extend your hand. Let it be you removing this illness, this disease, remove and rebuke these evil spirits, this plague, O oh Lord. Holy Lord, we ask as well that you extend your hand of power to all those that have an illness, the brothers and sisters, the children, the elderly, all those that may have an illness, diverse illnesses, extend your hand of healing, deliver, cleansing each one, breaking those shackles, breaking witchcraft and spells, removing curses from the enemy, destroying the work of the enemy, giving deliverance, joy and happiness, give triumphs, peace, Heavenly Father. Bless them, Lord. And as well, look at their petitions, their needs. Let them not be without. Let them not have shortage. Give enough abundance. Give them what they need. Give everything they need, O Lord. Extend your hand. Bless each one, O Lord. Thank you, Father. In the name of your glorious Son, Jesus Christ, for he be the glory, the honor, and the praise forevermore. Amen. Glory to the Lord. Let us sing to the Lord. Chorus 146, chorus number 146, 146. Valiant and brave soldiers, strive and brighten for the Lord. Be watchful and pray always, just feed upon His Word. Oh, ever walking close to Jesus, casting on Him every care, living for Jesus, for Him alone. Ye valiant and brave soldiers, strive and brighten for the Lord. Be watchful and pray always, just feed upon His Word. Oh, ever walking close to Jesus, casting on Him every care, living for Jesus, for Him alone. Glory be to the Lord. May the Lord bless you. I love you with all my heart.